Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. In previous episodes, I have referenced self-sabotage, inner saboteurs, the inner critic, and the inner judge. And I'd like to dive into these just a little bit more. Based on research by Shirzad Shamin, we know that we all have what he calls inner saboteurs. And before I go into this anymore, I just want to mention that his research and the research of others runs very, very deep, and it's very well validated. His research into the problem and his solution has been conducted and developed using the leading research, how coaching is applied today. It also incorporates neuroscience, performance science, positive psychology, and cognitive behavioral psychology. And more than half a million people have already benefited from this work. So I'm saying this because I believe in this research and I believe in the application of it. So, and I just also want to say I've experienced it for myself and how it has helped me personally. So here's one example of the profound effect it had on me since I'm sharing that. Based on the research, we know that everyone has an inner judge and at least one accomplice saboteur. There are actually nine of those, which I'll share later. One of my main accomplice saboteurs is called hypervigilant. I have a name for him and and I call him Virgil. Kind of takes away some of his power in my opinion. So I have no real idea why I came up with the name Virgil the Vigilant, but it kind of goes together. So Virgil the Vigilant showed up early for me in life. I needed to be vigilant growing up because coming home, uh, you know, coming from a home that could be a bit tumultuous and my mom had some anger issues, I, I kind of needed to be vigilant in order to survive. You know, if, if I could spot or anticipate danger, I could sometimes avoid it or minimize its impact for me and for others. Now, the problem is that this hypervigilance followed me around for years after I let, left home, long after had it, it, it had served its useful purpose. And in fact, even though I was no longer in that kind of situation, the vigilance continued to grow in intensity. I mean, I would wake up in the middle of the night worrying about all the what ifs that might happen. Even if my dream, I mean, even my dreams would be filled with hypervigilance. I would often wake up with my jaw clenched so much, so tight that it hurt. And, and I would worry about different relationships and different scenarios, scenarios that never happened, scenarios that would never happen, but that my mind just kept turning on it. It was exhausting. Now, I have known about vigilance and its effect on me since, since the mid-90s when I was seeing, seeing a therapist to help me process the, the effects of the abuse that I had experienced as a, as a child and ultimately how to come to a place of peace with it, which I did. And that work went very well with the exception of vigilance. I was still vigilant. I was still in that hypervigilant state. Now, I've also worked with three other coaches specifically on vigilance. One in 2008, one in 2016, and another one in 2019. And in each case, I made mild progress, but it was a ton of mental effort and it was a constant battle. And, and while I say I made some progress, I don't think it was great progress because I was still struggling with it. Then in January of this year, I took a seven-week app-based program that Shirzad and his team created. 
The app work was supplemented with group coaching and Rick took it along with me. And, and so we were able to coach each other. And, and that also really helped. Plus we were in a cohort together with uh, three other people. So there were five of us. Now, what impressed me so much and what, I, what I'm so grateful for is that Virgil the, the Vigilant, while he will likely always try to have a voice, he's been quieted. And when he does try to assert himself, I easily recognize it and I quickly recognize it. And I say, oh, there goes Virgil again. And then I redirect my mind to a healthier way of seeing things. And it's becoming automatic. So instead of losing sleep for weeks and weeks and weeks on end over one problem or or one, you know, potential problem, I recognize it and I say, oh, there's Virgil. And I redirect my mind and it is taking maybe a minute of my time versus giving over weeks and weeks, if not months to, to, you know, this perceived problem. So it has been, it has made a radical difference for me. And the other day, this was so exciting. The other day I woke up and I realized that my jaw no longer hurts in the morning, you know, because I'm no longer clenching it during my sleep. So to me, that's extremely exciting. Now to give you a concrete example of how this has helped me in June of last year, we had hired a service provider to help us in our business. Things started well, and then it kind of fell apart in mid to late October. And we had invested a fairly large sum of money with this firm, and they were not delivering. Now, that can be stressful. Anyone who, own, who owns a business and, and you've invested in it, that's stressful, or it can be stressful. From October through January, I'd wake up in the middle of the night, every single night, ruminating on that situation and thinking about all the different things I could try and all the different possible different ways it might turn out. And what would I do if X happened? Or what would I do if Z happened? I mean, oh my gosh, it was exhausting. And it was all the work of Virgil the Vigilant. I literally could not sleep through the night. And when I did wake up, like if I woke up at, let's say two o'clock in the morning, I was awake till five. It would take me hours to get back to sleep. Now, fast forward to, to January when I started the program. And this is not an exaggeration, but by week two of the program, a funny and unexpected thing happened. I woke up, as usual, in the middle of the night, worrying about the situation with this consultant. However, this time, instead of following the race down the rabbit hole, I thought, oh, that's Virgil. And then I did the mental fitness reps that I was trained to do, and I fell asleep in less than five minutes. And even as I say that, I almost want to cry because it was to me, it was nothing short of a miracle. I mean, this is something I've struggled with for years. And the next night after that, I slept through the night and every night since then. So the other benefit of this work is that because I'm quieting the saboteurs and the primitive, primitive survival-based aspect of the brain, the other more positive-based aspects of the brain can come forward. Now, Shirzad calls this the sage brain. This is where our innate wisdom, creativity, possibility-seeking, and problem-solving exists. This allowed me to find a solution to our problem with the service provider. If you're interested in the science behind this, or if you want to learn more about it and why it works, shoot me an email at bobby at unyielded.net, and I'm happy to share some links and articles with you. As well as, there's actually a free assessment that you can take to find out which of the saboteurs you might have. Now, because of the tremendous effect that, it, that this has had on my own life and Rick's life as, as well, because he had his own saboteurs, I'm now taking a much deeper dive into the science and the program, and I can now offer it to my clients, which I'm thrilled about because I know that this has been life-changing and I want to share it with others. I'm already seeing the same type of significant shifts in my clients as what I have experienced. So back to what I just said, though, about the nine accomplice uh, saboteurs. One of my main ones was hypervigilant, as I've shared. 
So here are the other ones, because I just want to share these in case these might resonate. So the avoider, the controller, the hyperachiever, the hyperrational, the pleaser, the wrestler, the stickler, and the victim. And again, there's a free assessment that you can take to learn which of these might be affecting you and your performance. And, and as a, you know, I'm happy to share the, the link with you. So if you want to, you know, again, shoot me an email at bobby at unyielded.net. And as a listener to the show, if you want, you don't have to do this, but if you'd like to have a 20 minute, 20 to 30 minute co- free coaching session on once you take that debrief, just to kind of help you sort through the results and how they might be affecting you, I am happy to give you that gift as well. So again, email me at bobby at unyielded.net if you want to take advantage of that. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope that it was helpful. This has been life-changing for me. I get a lot of questions about the inner saboteurs and the inner critic. So I wanted to take a little deeper, uh, deeper dive this week just to answer some of those questions. If you found value in this episode, I hope that you'll share it with someone that could benefit from it. As always, thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in. I hope to hear from you about the assessment because I know the impact that it it has had on my life and I want to share it with you as well. I hope you make it a great week and no matter what happens, I hope that you rise and thrive.